Welcome to Crossroads of Culture and Christianity. I am your host, Jacob Jellison, joined as always by my co-host, Aaron Hof. This week, we're going to deviate a little bit from our normal formatting. We decided we wanted to do something a little bit different, and so with it being the week of Thanksgiving, we wanted to spend some time just kind of talking about that, what it means to be thankful, what we should be thankful for. Uh, There are various different things that, that we could talk about under that banner, but we just want to spend a few minutes this week on that. Well, whenever we think about Thanksgiving, and I don't know what all you guys are doing, Brother Jellison, but I know for me, next Thursday, as everybody across the country celebrates Thanksgiving, I won't work that day. Right. Instead, I'll we'll take a break from just the routine and the normal push everything else aside and we'll gather with my family. Now, honestly, on Thursday, I think we're probably going to celebrate Thanksgiving, just our family, me, my wife, my kids do some things. I'm actually not going to get with my family here in Illinois until Friday because Mm. my sister, Vonnie, who's in Oklahoma, her and her husband, I think, are coming in, and they won't be there on Thursday. So it, it'll it sort of be me, my wife, my kids Thursday, and then Friday I'll go over to my mom and dad's, and it'll be a number of us gathering over there and celebrating Thanksgiving. We'll have some turkey, and I don't even know what all the other dishes will be for sure, but it'll be a time that we just set aside and be with family, those that we love, that mean the most to us, and and remember to be thankful specifically. Right. And and we slow down. Our lives get so busy. It's like there's the constant hustle and bustle and busyness and rushing here. And now I've got to do this and 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 that's gotta be done. And 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 so when whenever Thanksgiving comes, that's one of my favorite parts about it is that everything just kind of slows to a halt and you just take a break from the routine and push everything else aside and just stop and enjoy time with people you love and remember to be thankful. And that's, right. I think that's a healthy thing for us as as people to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. I'll be heading to Kentucky to spend Thanksgiving with my family there. I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't like it. There's, there's great cooks in my family, and that is one of the things. I know we're going to talk about thankfulness, and I, I, wanna, I don't want to deviate, but I love food at Thanksgiving, and I don't know who doesn't. Oh, I mean, that's – oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like, That's one of the things I look forward to, and it's amazing because I always have the same dilemma every single year, um, and that dilemma is they you – know you know those like – plates that they have with the various different compartments on it you know the disposable plates you know what i'm talking about yeah and you got to figure out what to put in what compartment yeah run out of room that's the problem there's not enough compartments so i'm thinking yeah so i've got an idea and i don't know if anybody wants to sponsor me on this and uh you know donate money towards my cause but i'm thinking about making one of those plates um and i'm going to do a new style of them so forget the little ones they give you that are i don't even know how long those things are they're like i don't know 10 inches maybe i don't they're stupid small but what i'm thinking is hear me out okay i'm thinking i'm here let's make let's make a six foot one (laughs) (laughs) 
telling you, bro. Nobody's thought of this. A six-foot plate, all right? You could start at one end, finish at the other. And you even, if you have a six-foot plate, you've got room on dessert for, for dessert on the other end. So you could start with, you know, the, the appetizer type stuff on one side. You get to the main course in the middle. You have a three, three-course meal by the time you get to the end of that six-foot plate. Is that not Can genius? You, well, I'm oh, just man. envisioning it's like you go dip your food and sit down and set your plate in your lap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't say it was a lap size. Well, well I don't know. You're going to need well, like I a mean, couple of your friends to hold it for you, or family set it members down on the table in front of you. It's like, excuse me, neighbor, could you please get out of my plate? You know, I mean, it's, I mean, I think it's genius because you never have enough room on those little plates that you have there. And yeah, I'm and t- then Aunt Thelma coughs, and it's like, hey, quit coughing on my food. You know, right? I mean, Her dentures fly out in your taters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. So I don't know. I don't know if six feet of plate is a good idea or not. Like even putting it like that makes me want it even more. Six feet of plate. That's gonna be that's gonna be the sales pitch that I'm gonna use. This is what are you selling? Six feet of plate. Just nothing but plate. Six feet. And then this imagine thing. everybody. Can you imagine the poor person who has to wash the dishes? <laughs> no, they're disposable. Oh, disposable. Well, yeah, they're disposable plates. <laughs> and uh, imagine throwing them away. It's like, hey, little Johnny, would you clear the table for us tonight? <laughs> you have to fold them into thirds, you know, obviously to get them in the trash can. But the fact, hey, that's just a, it's it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make to have more room. Could you six feet of plate? That's <laughs> That's, I mean, I would never run out. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> and I left Hope speechless. I don't know what to say about six feet of plate. <laughs> oh. What can you say? It's just I genius. No, I don't know. I, genius wasn't the first word that came to my mind, but now that you suggest it, you know. Oh. <laughs> now, that I, now that I suggested the word genius, it's. You're like, yeah, that's right. It is. <laughs> no, but we'll we'll spend time with family. It's so. What kind of one of the things my wife wants me to do, and I've never tried it. She wants me to fry a turkey. Oh yeah, I've heard I've heard of people I've doing had that. Fried turkey, mm. and it's I've had fried turkey that was really dry, and then someone else somewhere else I had tried some fried turkey, and it was really juicy and good. Mm. Uh, so I don't. I don't know. I probably don't have the special touch for fried turkey, but she wants me to try it. So we'll see. We'll see what we do. One and of the then, things, one of the things I do ahead. know about frying a turkey is when you put it in the fryer, <clears throat> from what I understand, you want to make sure it's entirely thawed, like both inside and out. If you're not expecting the fire department to show up that day, okay. if you are, then you can go ahead and fry it partially frozen. Why is that? I don't, it, it just, there's something, if the ice or whatever, the frozen, oh, frozenness of the okay. turkey, like reacts Tur- in the, yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, it will go out everywhere and catch stuff on fire and burn you and all that good stuff. You don't want that to happen. Man, that could be exciting. <laughs> That's, okay. You know how genius was not the first word you thought of earlier? I'm going right. to go with exciting is not the first word I'm going to think of regarding that at this point. <laughs> okay. Well, Excitement isn't always fun. 
or good. Yeah, fair enough. It, it could be a lot of excitement. Yeah. If it wasn't the good kind of excitement. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, beyond all the good food and my kids are, they're begging for uh sweet potato casserole. They love the sweet potato casserole with, mm. what is it? Marshmallows on top. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and they love that. So they're wanting their mom to fix that for them. So, but beyond all the good food, it's, it's a time that we set aside this particular holiday out of all the holidays we have this particular one we specifically set aside to just be thankful. Right. And my goodness, if thankfulness isn't a need today, yeah. I mean, it's the day and hour in which we live in it's, people are unthankful, you know, yeah. all, when you look across the world, and, and in this case, in our country, in our culture, there are a lot of individuals that just, there's just very little thankfulness, very little appreciation. And I'm reminded of the verse in Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 2, where in the last days, Paul told Timothy, perilous times shall come. And then he began to describe those perilous times. And the description he gave, starting in verse 2, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. And, and the list goes on from there. But that next to the last word in verse 2, unthankful. And in the last days, it's that's how men are going to be. They're going to be unthankful. And and in our culture, we see a whole host of just individuals, groups, times when people are unthankful. There's very little appreciation for people who lay their life on the line in our country. Very little appreciation for, and so that, that idea of being unthankful and a lack of thankfulness, it just, it pervades our culture. And and so we need this time to be able to set aside, slow down, and remind ourselves to be truly thankful. Yeah. And much of that is is born out of the mentality of materialism. You know, and, and it's that's we true. we pretend like that's a problem that's just in the world. It's really not. It's a it's a problem that pervades the church as well. I've seen it. You know, and, and I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't battled it myself. I mean, there are things that I've seen before that I'm like, man, I wish I could have that. If I could only do this and I could have that, you know, and, uh, and so it's, but it's materialism. We, we want this, we want that. There are things that we desire and we begin to not be satisfied with that, which we have. And so it's, right. you know, it's, it's the problem with the American culture more than anything else. You know, a big house leads to. I want a bigger house, you know, a, a new, newer car leads to, I want a new car with the bells and whistles, you know, and all this. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's wrong to have things, but it is wrong when things have you, whenever you're dictated by that constant desire, that push for more and more, and I'm just never satisfied. That's materialism. And, and that's a wrong mentality to have. And so 
Paul was a man that, I mean, knew what it was like. He said, I know, I know how to be a base and I know how to abound. He knew what it was like to be well off and doing okay. He knew what it was like to be poor without, without anything. And he said, but I've, I found that in all things that I'm just going to paraphrase it. He said, in, in whatever state I'm in, I, I'm going to be content. You know, I've learned how to be content no matter what my situation circumstance in life is. In other words, he, he didn't need more and more. He was satisfied with what God had provided, whether that was much or whether that was little, it didn't matter. Right. And he's a man when he talks about knowing how to abound and how to be abased. I mean, you just look at the kind of things he went through. Right. And it's it's absolutely amazing that some of the things that he went through in his life and imprisonment, shipwreck, beatings, left for dead. And yet here he is knowing how to be abased. And when he says it, I mean, he absolutely means it. He in the middle of all of that kind of stuff, he he gives thanks. He right. he worships. He praises the Lord in the middle of that kind of stuff. We often, you know, will talk about Acts 16, and it's a very familiar story, that story of Paul and Silas there in prison, and they're at midnight singing praises. And so in the middle of it, he knows how to still worship and praise God. He doesn't lose his worship and lose his thankfulness and his song just because he's in prison and has been beaten. He knows how to be abased. He knows how to go with very little and yet still be an individual who's thankful in the middle of that. And that's right. tremendous. And I, I need to be able to be thankful when I have less than somebody else. And, and we're so blessed in our nation. We really are. And uh, God's been good to us. He's He's been good to me and my family and taking oh, yeah. care of us. Our, our bills are paid. We have what we need to survive and to make it. The Lord's been good to us. We have each other. He's been good to us. And, and it does my heart good to have periodic times, and in this case, a whole national holiday that we just set aside and just remember to be thankful uh, right. for what we have. And and that's that's a wonderful thing to be able to do. Sometimes for my sure. heart needs that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you go, I've been, you've, you've been as well, but you visit a third world country and see how some of the people there are forced to live because they just don't have anything. And, and it gives you a greater appreciation for what you do have. You know, I've been to places where I see, I've seen people walking down to the Creek from, I mean, a good distance from their house just to be able to bathe and wash their clothes. And you look down in that Creek and I mean, there's trash floating in it. I mean, it's not anything that you would really look at and think that it was a clean body of water. You know, and, and it's just the, some of the things, the houses that they have that are just barely held together by whatever they could find, you know, um, just different places that, that you go to and you see and you, you realize, man, I'm, I really am blessed. I may, I may not have a, you know, half a million dollar, million dollar house. You know, I may not have the My car may not be brand new, but, you know, 
the fact of the matter is, is that regardless of, of those things, I am blessed. God has supplied. I do have a house to live in. I do have a vehicle to, to transport me places, you know, and I do have my family. And so there is plenty, if we look around to be thankful for, but it's easy, it's easy to grow discontent. And, um, that's certainly something you mentioned Paul and his being in prison in acts. Well, he was writing Ephesians from prison as well from a state of imprisonment. And in Ephesians five and verse 20, he says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's talking about this concept of being thankful, giving thanks to God for all things, whatever you have, whatever situation you're in, whatever circumstance, whatever you have, God is worthy and deserves our thanks. You know, if you're saved, he's worthy for us to give him thanks for that. You know, if you're in your right mind, if you have the necessities of life, you know, he's worthy to be thanked for that. And, and, and that's something that we oftentimes forget, but I think especially this season, we've set some time aside and it's more than just, I know we joked about the food and stuff earlier and I'm not gonna lie. I do enjoy it, but it's more than that. It's, it's a reminder of how blessed we are and how much we should thank him for what he has given us. Right. That is true. And this verse 20 that you mentioned out of Ephesians 5, giving thanks always for all things, it follows right after verse 18 uh, and 19, which 18, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he continues on from there. But this idea of giving thanks, it's it's. Right after he had said, but be filled with the Spirit. And he has a whole list of kind of things there about singing, speaking to ourselves, psalms and hymns. We're being thankful. And those who are filled with the Spirit ought to be some of the most thankful people in the world. Absolutely. And I hope that if if at any of our Thanksgiving celebrations, as we set time aside— to remember to be thankful. I hope that some of us who are filled with the Spirit that will be such a light to others in our family who may be at those Thanksgiving celebrations and don't know the Lord, that they could see us being so thankful. Let our hearts be filled by God with thanksgiving. And let's celebrate. Let's set the time aside. Let's Take time, take time to not just be thankful in our heart, but as that verse said, give him thanks. Let's give it this season. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we hope you have great time with your family. If you would like to reach us, you can contact us at askthecrossroads at gmail.com. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do that by clicking the description of this episode and following the destruction, the instructions down below. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.